PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about stuff about video games. Um I hope everyone is doing well. Um it feels like it's been forever since our last podcast, but I think it's only been like two weeks, even though I feel like it's been a month. So um anyway, let's welcome on our usual hosts, Gary. Hey Gary. Hello. I'm here. Oh. It's been a while. It feels like it's been ages, even though it's only been two weeks. I think it's been three weeks, actually. Has it? <laughs> Has it? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, so. I blame you myself check. for that because I was on vacation and I wasn't able to do the podcast last week. Sorry about uh, that, but I'm here today. No, July 22nd was when I uploaded the last one. Okay, so two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. It had been three weeks for us because we record beforehand. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, what what you been up to? I heard you went on holiday. I told Susan you went on holiday. She's like, where did you go? I'm like, I, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Vacation was fine, or a holiday as you call it in the UK. Yes, it was yeah. grand. Thank you. I went to Lake Tahoe, and it was quite good. I will try to remember to tell Susan if she doesn't listen to the episode. (laughs) That's for her to ask. Uh, Thanks for asking, Susan. So have you been playing any games? Um, yeah. Um, came home, gotta catch up on Genshin stuff, even though I had the mobile version, because I can link accounts now through PlayStation and mobile and PC. Yeah, which, which is quite cool. nice. Yeah. Um, catched up on Genshin. Um, the 2.0 update came out, which brought in a whole new location in Azuma, which is the Japanese-inspired samurai era, area. So that's been fun. Um, I've also bought Returnal, because I just Ooh. wanted... I've been itching to play that game for a while, and I absolutely love it. Absolutely How love that game. How far did you get into it? First, um, first, but before you ask that, how many times did you die? I've only died about yeah. five times now. Um, I managed to kill the first boss on my second attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm just kind of... I'm trying to find the red room again so I can go back to the second area. It's pissing me yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those... That, 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 that aspect in terms of when you die and the damn... The whole, like... Area changes. I hate that so much. Because this Wait, particular thing, I need is that this, area. Is this no, Black Widow? No, no, get, no, Ben, it's not Black Widow. <laughs> <sighs> like, I don't yeah. mind it. Like, I, I'm fine because I knew what it was. You know, it's a roguelike. That's what it does. It changes yeah. all the time. Um, I just wish that once you got to the second area, you can just transport yourself over to the new area right away. But. That's not how it works. So I'm trying to find the red room again, and it's kind of annoying. But outside of that, I'm like I said, I'm loving it. I know because I looked up on it. I think once you beat the second boss, I think you can unlock a teleporter that takes you straight to the next area, or it takes you straight to the um, the red room, so you can go to the next area. I think. 
but I'm not yeah, there's, yeah, um, there are parts, well, there are parts in the area that takes you to each biodome, depending on, I know there's multiple teleports that can take you to certain biodomes, but you have to lock certain, it's in certain areas, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I, I'm not too mad about it. Like I love it. Like I'm literally finding new areas every time I'm playing, and I think that's pretty badass. So I haven't I haven't played it since they did the updates. Have are you experienced any glitches or crashes? No, nothing like that at all. Honestly, no glitches, okay, nice. no no bugs. Just murder <laughs> Okay, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm loving the game right now. Alfonso, have you been up to anything? Uh, like I said earlier before recording, just planning my mom's retirement dinner. Uh, getting her gifts ready, the, the flowers to be sent that day out, the, the cake to be sent out that day. So that's all I've been really been doing. Um... I've been experimenting something differently. I'm trying Game Pass on my iPad. Now that it is a workaround to play Xbox games on iOS devices, not the right way. You have to kind of save it to your home screen, blah, blah, blah. Um, been in the Master Chiefs collection because I'm trying to see if I could knock all the Halo games out before Infinite comes out, whenever that is. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it is a little laggy for me. In certain areas, as it progressed from cutscenes to actual gameplay, but so far it's man. good. Huh? Uh, it's unavoidable. You're always going to get lag with yeah. streaming. There's really nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah, but it, it's not that bad. It's like two to three seconds, and then it's normal. So um, I've only been playing Halo so far. I mean, I, I, I dabbled in Forza and Gears, but not like long sessions like halo so yeah that's yeah, it really i think game pass being well x cloud being on multiple devices is pretty good now i think that is a good uh -huh. thing um yeah me with fantasy one to three pixel remake came out last week i have now been i've gone back to play fantasy one to three on my on my pc um i'm currently going through fantasy one and my twitch stream suggested that I do all white mages. So I'm currently playing Fantasy <laughs> 1 with four white mages. And let's just say it's not... It's it's, it's experience. Because <laughs> I don't have any offensive spells at this level. So everything I kill, I have to kill slowly over time with a hammer. Which means that every fight is basically a boss fight. Until I, gr until I grind that area. Every, every encounter is a boss fight. Oh, look, one single wolf. Five minutes later. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can't die, right? No, I can die because it uses the point system from the original game. Oh, yeah. So my white mages can only cure a specific amount of times per day before I have to go to the inn to rest. So I can die, and I have died a lot. So... Um, at least I can. The only good thing is I can sell every piece of armor and weapon I get in chests because I can't use any weapons or armor, really. <laughs> uh, you found this sword. Oh, that's cool. It's a really cool sword. I guess I'll have to sell it now. <laughs> uh, but no, 
I'm like 10 hours in and I've only just got to the dwarfs. That's how long it's taken me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I am nearly level 30. So <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Uh, I think Astros, you know, the, um, you know, the elf king that's asleep. Um, if I remember, the I dark don't elf. remember too It well. was a, someone called the Dark Elf. It was in a cast you had to kill. It took like 15 minutes to kill this one boss. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to eventually getting to Fantasy VI though, when it comes out because I've heard such good things about it and I'm looking forward to trying it. It is so. the best of the best. Uh but until then, we've got Fantasy 1 to 3 to do, and then 4 to 6 when they come out, I'm actually. I'm so sorry that you have to go through 2. No, I've, I've told the stream <laughs> I'm skipping 2. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, nope, look, not doing it. If I get through 1 and 3 before 4, 5, and 6 come out, I will go back and try 2 for a little bit. But I will beat 1, because I've, I've beaten 1 before and I enjoy 1. I've never played 3. So if I beat one, beat three, and four isn't out, I will try to. But I know that four, even though it hasn't been announced yet, will be out August 18th. And with how fast, I, how much time one is taking me so far, I don't think I'm going to be finished with one and three by the time 18th of, November, 18th of August comes, up, comes around. So, yeah. Um, anyway, um, a little bit about my stream. We hit 777 followers recently, so I'm happy about that. So yeah, that's, baby. that's some good news. Um, yeah. So thank you to everyone that follows us. And I know I shout at the end, but I just wanted to, while we're talking about Fantasy 1 and stuff, let's talk about Final Fantasy, I guess, while we're talking about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16! Um, the developers prioritizing the British English for dialogue recording. Um, this is on our website, psu.com. Go check out Place in the Universe. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 producer Yoshida has revealed that um, Gay's primary language for recording is British English. Uh, we've been prioritizing English voice recording and we've been specifically doing British English. We're using facial capture so later on we won't have to adjust by hand each other's faces during cutscenes. And it's full capture, as in motion capture actors are doing the voice acting simultaneously. And we're not doing it for every single cutscene, but anyway, that's why English dubbing has progressed the most. Japanese dubbing will start soon. Feels weird that they're doing the English dubbing first. For you know, for a Japanese game. Um as someone who's played Final Fantasy fourteen, I am excited and also not excited about this. Um for reasons. Gary. Um I actually like this. Um the use of uh, obviously the English, British English, I should say, um, makes sense because of um, the time period, I guess you can say. You know, it's going back to the fantasy medieval style. Um, so it kind of makes sense. And I know they've already had a lot of experience with that kind of dub when it came to Dragon Age 11, which uh, originally had English dubs, but not Japanese dubs. Uh, they dubbed the Japanese version uh, when they did the enhanced edition of that game um so it makes sense to me i also think it was a good move because they obviously want to get the game released simultaneously across north america and japan and i think 
the way I look at it is when they translate the game from Japanese to English, it's a lot harder of a process for them to do. Um, so I think designing it in a way where, okay, we got to get the the Western release of it done first and then go and do it in Japanese because we already want to know. We're Japanese. We know how to tell the story. We know the dialogue, all the things we want to say in Japanese. It's a lot easier. Um, but translating it from Japanese to English is a much difficult process because there's just some words, some pronouns yeah. that just don't exist outside Japan. Yeah. Um, so I think this was a smart move on them because then they won't have to take a year or two potentially to actually translate the English version of the game. Do it in English now and then do the Japanese one because doing it in Japanese will be a lot easier for them and a lot faster because they already know what what they're getting themselves into. So it makes sense to me. Uh, as far as, like I said, the British English of it, uh, I'm fine with it because I feel like it is a medieval setting. Uh, so it kind of makes sense that way to me. So Moving forward, all games should do this. If, if there's a, you know, based on Japanese voice actors translating to English, they should just do the English dub first. They would just make things easier, like Gary said. Um, so I'm fine with it. As for the British accent, I mean, the British, you know, the British dub. Yes, because everyone knows British accents are the best. Come on, look at Ben. You hear his Ben voice? It's so soothing and relaxing. So, yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. That's the first time I've anyone heard my voice saying my voice is soothing and relaxing. Seriously? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means a lot. Of course, yeah. What are your thoughts, Ben? Because you said you have some words about this. Well, this is the guy who does Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, there are certain characters in Final Fantasy XIV that do have old British English. And I feel like... I really hope he doesn't go too far into that realm because some of them... Uh, later on, they're not too bad, but some of the starting ones, like Yuri Ange with his Duff and Thou and Welt and... All of his dialogue is full Shakespeare-style English. So it really is not an interesting experience for a lot of people. So especially with the fact that he's one of the only few people that do it. And maybe if the whole game... But I really don't want a whole game of Yuri Angers. Please. I just don't want every, every sentence, like... It's supposed to say go over here, and it was actually ends up being like five lines for the same sentence because it's in British English. Like go over there, and in 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 the game, it's thou shalt go over over there, thou. Okay, <laughs> no. <laughs> so depending on how well it's done, I don't mind it. But if it ends up being anything like Uriange, no, I'm not excited at all. <laughs> Daft protest too much. Um. <laughs> um, I thought I'd bring up this article because I think Gary will be interested in this. Uh, Dragon Age Netflix series in development. Um, suppose it's a Netflix series based on Dragon Age. That that's that's all we know. I think. Uh, Alfonso. Gimme! I I love the Dragon Age series. We talked about this when. Forgot. Oh, it's, a, it's been a while since we last talked about it. This. Um, it's one of my favorite series when I used to play it on Game Boy Advance. Um, 
Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Game Boy Advance. Was it Game Boy Advance? No, dude. I think you of a different game. <laughs> ah, I'm making, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm mixing it up. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'll I'll I want this Dragon Age Game Boy Advance game right now. Where'd you get it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mixing it with another Dragon game. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite series, and for it to come to Netflix, I, I just love what Netflix is doing lately. Is you know with their 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 deal with Sony and all these Netflix originals that they've been producing. So I just want more information on it. So yes, I'll definitely watch it as soon as it comes out, whenever it comes out. What about you, Gary? Uh, yeah, I like you. You know, Ben, I love Dragon Age, so I'm one hundred percent on board with this. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is that it's on Netflix. <laughs> um, Netflix is incredibly hit and miss when it comes to anime, and thinking about it now, it's probably going to be CG anime, uh, which I'm not. Do we even have one hundred percent? Oh, we don't know that it's anime. Could be live action. Yeah, I don't think they're going to fork over that money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, really, um, Dragon Age doesn't really... I feel like it could be live action, easily. Because apart uh, from the maybe. big battle scenes, like, right at the end, which will be the only budget they need, most of it's just humans and stuff talking. You know. There's not mm. exact... Dragon Age isn't exactly known for its massive battles... All the time. There's always like your big battle at the end, if I'm rightly. If we're talking yeah, like, but actual story. But thinking about it, like Netflix, you know, if you watch The Witcher, um, it has obviously, you know, the, the monster killing and all that, but it doesn't, it's more makeup rather than CG. And I guess, I don't know, it's hard for me to imagine that they're going to do this live action. It really is. I just think it'll cost them too much. Um, and you're right, Ben, it doesn't have, you know, massive scale battles and stuff, but depending on when in the time period it takes place in the Dragon Age universe, you got the Dark Spawn to think about, which I guess is just like works for more of the rings if you really want to look at it that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think it'll be live action, in all honesty. I think that'd be I mean, a lot I'd... more buzz around it if it was live action. I'd much prefer anime if I had the choice between live action and anime, just because you can do so much more over the top stuff anime that you can't do in real life. Because, you know, real life uh -huh. limits. Actual yep. real life <laughs> limits that we can't do. You know. So. That would be my choice on that. Um, a really positive article here. Um, and I think this deserves a little bit more, but considering how many PlayStation 5s have also sold, we'll bring that up first, actually. Um, 10 million PS5s have sold, if I'm correct, Gary? Uh, yes. Yeah, 10 million PS5s. Imagine how many it actually sold if they didn't have limits on how many are for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you want to? Yeah, 10 million is obviously enormous. Um, it's a big number, especially with how limited they are, with how many humans they've made, the insane demand that there is for it obviously some of this goes to the shitty ass scalpers out there who are buying them just to resell them um but it's still 10 million it's still 10 million units that they've sold they um, kept up with the switch 
if not surpassed yeah, it. Yeah, um, I mean, they've also had uh, some game numbers that they released as well. Um, yeah. I don't have the article with me. Uh, I, I was going to bring that up in a minute or two, but yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, at least, I've got up 6.5 million, which means what? Over half um, of all PS5 Over half of the people, yeah, bought that game. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of Returnal course, has you know, 560, which... By the way, I find people like, oh, that's not many sales. How, how dare they? And they bought the company. I'm like, 560,000 for a new IP is com- is really good, in my opinion. Yeah, what what a lot of people don't realize is the budget of that game. Yeah. Um, I believe was around 250 million dollars. Um, not 200. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm gonna say that'd be insane. No wonder no, they lost money. I, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, the budget of that game is probably half of what they sold on it. So they already said that Returnal was a massive success for them. Um, And by massive success, the only way you get massive success is if obviously it's outdone more than what you spend to make the game. By a lot. By the way, the Spider-Man also includes the PS4 version. So it might be like more like one-fourth. Uh, mm-hmm. PS5 owners own Spider-Man, which is still the crazy number when you think about it. Because yeah, it's Spider-Man, but it's still it's not. Those are numbers you normally see with Mario, like uh, uh, Mario adoption with Nintendo consoles are normally like really close to each other. But you don't really see that mm-hmm. for other franchises. Yeah. Except for Astrobot, which has the one-to-one sale, obviously. Yeah, well, Astrobot <laughs> is the number one selling game of all time now. <laughs> For PlayStation, it sold 10 million units. <laughs> and it will sell every time a system comes out. <laughs> so by lifetime sales, we're looking at Astrobot selling over 100 or 200 million, probably. <laughs> uh, that's kind of funny when you think about it, the fact that Astrobot, because of the packing game for free, will... Mm. Reach God of War lifetime sales. If not more. I mean, it's always going to be more. As long as the game is included in the system, (laughs) it's going to outsell everything. Um, Well, it it depends on how well the PS5 does. I know it's doing well now, but you never know. You can't, uh, you know. Could slow down. I don't expect it to slow down, but it could, yeah. We're not financial advisors here. We don't know the future. No, I don't. It's I don't think it's going to slow down. It's just going to keep going up, um, unless something massive and drastic happens. Um, I don't see the sales of PS Five going down. Um, so yeah. So Alfonso, what do you think of the PS Five hitting ten million and Spider Man six point five million? Alfonso, it's the the ten million for PS Five is just crazy to me. Within then close to its first year, it already has 10 million, and I just find it mind boggling. Even though, yes, COVID and you know, scalpers 10 million is still 10 million, so grass to Sony. Um, I could just imagine how much more they would have sold if we wasn't going through this pandemic and everyone was able to get easy access to the PS5. Maybe be the same, maybe be more, but um. Yeah, like Gary said, this this is not slowing down. There's there's no way PS5 sales are not slowing down. As for Spider Man, to me, to most people, is one of their favorite superheroes. So I'd not, 
I'm not expecting it not to make that, especially knowing how well Spider-Man was for PS4 and now you had the remaster and you had Miles Morales. Yeah, of course, I, I expected it to sell. I didn't expect it to do this well, especially knowing how well Horizon and God of War did. So, um, yeah, just congrats to Spider-Man, congrats to Exomniac, congrats to Sony. This is just all great news for PlayStation, PlayStation fans like me. So, yeah, I do. I do yeah. wonder if I know it'll sound weird that people are like, "Oh, COVID affected sales." I I wonder if COVID actually increased sales rather than decreased sales because so many people were trapped at home, therefore more more likely to have purchased stuff that they wouldn't have purchased otherwise because they're not going out for food and stuff like that. They're not going out to spend money on meals, so therefore they're they're putting more money aside than they were originally. So, I wonder. I would be interested to see how much COVID affected the sales, positive or negatively, over the year. So, you know, more people have more money to spend on other things that they wouldn't have spent money on. Yeah. Gary. Oh no, you're. You're you're right. Uh, I do wonder that myself. I I do feel like it might be because of COVID, but I also feel like there just isn't too many PS5 only games to buy that are AAA quality for everybody. Because if you really look at it, what do you have? You have Ratchet and Clank, which is kind of a kids game. Let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You have Sagboy, which is definitely a kids game. Um, Demon Souls, which is a hardcore game, definitely not for also everybody. Also, a kids game. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Um, you have um, Returnal, which again is a hardcore game, not for everybody. Spider Man Miles Morales is really the only type of game that I feel like casual and hardcore players can play and enjoy through and through. Um, so it makes sense. That that's the, the 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 one big game. Yeah, it helps that it's Spider Man. Uh, it already had the original Spider Man success to to get oh, people to come back to this one. Um. So obviously, uh, like we said, this is not. I mean, you don't want to call it a like a lot of people won't call it a full game. It's more of an expansion. I call it a full game. Um, it's I don't see how twenty hours. So that's a full game to me. Yeah, a full um, game doesn't have to be hundreds hours. A full game. No, has to be a lot of people that you enjoyed from. Yeah, a lot of people look period. at games now. It's like if it if it doesn't keep me entertained for half of the year, it's not a it's not worth sixty seventy dollars. I'm a like, you're a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> you're not you like people who say that are the same people who never finish those games anyway. Like I want to see the stats of how many people actually finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I, I guarantee mean, you, it's less than ten percent. It's less than ten percent a year with the trophies. Yeah, yeah. Just look at the trophies. <laughs> That's the way people, uh, you know, because if you a load of people get like the first trophy in some of those games and never get any more, and that's why you know that they're not beating it because they don't have the trophy to finish it. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like people want these massive them, games, the but they never, Probably. but they never finish them. Yeah. So. We don't mean platinums with that. We've just been like complete the because it's always yeah. like a final story mission trophy, you know. Yeah. Finish the story on this difficulty. Usually is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So people who want these big games are the same people who never finish these games, and they demand every game is like that, and that's stupid. Games should not be like that. 
I'm sorry. Uh, so I don't know if this has been confirmed yet or not. We're talking about games. Um, supposedly Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed till quarter one, twenty twenty two. I feel like we brought this up on our log po- last podcast that we've um, this is probably going to happen if it hasn't get announced soon, and it still hasn't mm. been announced. So I feel like we broke this news early by accident by guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyone with a brain would realize that we're getting to the end of the year. They're not going to rush out advertisements for a game that comes out in November. When yeah, we're in too August, late now. Yeah. You know, and if there are also other rumors true that state of play is in September, that's way too late. If if it's September, there's no way horizon is going to be released. Like mm-hmm. in October, November after, unless it's like the first day of September, like state of play is, at se- is September the first at midnight. So we can announce Horizon for November, which would be a bad time for Horizon because of all the big games out. Um, now, I still feel like it could be February. I feel like February will be when it comes out, but that's just off no nothing. That's just me. Uh, Alfonso, what, what's your thoughts? Do you think Horizon has been delayed? And if so, do you think we'll see anything at State of Play delayed. in September? Horizon is delayed. I know it is, and I... And people say, oh, but I thought you said um, it was on track and you already know Sony's going to use their fancy words saying, oh, we have to be delayed because, you know, we want to make sure the players have the best experience playing on their PlayStation 5, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, February is most – I also feel February as well because it's usually quarter one that there's no games out within that year. What's, what's coming out next year? I know something coming out in January. It's not, oh, I don't remember. I know something's coming out in January. Games. But... Gary, do you remember if there's anything out in January? I, know I don't remember January. off the top of my head. Uh, I will look. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's February would, would tie into the first one because the first one came out February 2, if I'm pretty sure. I think it was February 28th of 17. I don't know, I have to, have to fact check that. Uh, but, um, Elden Ring. There you go, Elden Ring. So, um, January 21st. It's almost in time for my birthday. Thanks, Elden Ring, that I don't care about. Uh, yeah, Elden Ring is... is January. Pokemon is January 28th. And then 2B announces Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. And then February is supposedly Blood Bowl 3, Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song. Um, that's what I can see so yeah, far. That's no competition, so Horizon no. is fine. Um, am I mad at the delay? Yes, because I was looking forward to what we saw in the state of play. But if they need time to make it perfect for PS5 users, then take your time. Gary? Yeah, so um, I think I posted this the day before the news broke in our ch- chat. Ben, I don't know if you ever saw it. <laughs> um, Maybe. Yeah, um, that Horizon was most likely delayed. Um, the state of play, um, the September one, I don't know if that's the one that was supposed to be scheduled for August, and if the August one has been delayed, but as far as I know, there is still going to be a state of play in August, um, and then another one in September. Um, I'm pretty confident, yeah, what's up? I mean, if it was one in September and one in August, maybe they just thought, well, the August one might have been like, I don't know. 
in the 20th, like anywhere between the 24th to the 28th. And then the, the September one was going to be like the first week of September. And they probably thought, well, might as well just bundle them together, make an extended one. Uh, maybe, maybe. I feel like a September state of play might be a little too late to announce things that are supposed to be coming out this year. Um, I think an August one would probably be the perfect time one to do it, um, to, to pretty much set up what you have lined up for the holiday yeah. season. Yeah. Um, I think September will be a little too late for that. Um, but obviously there's been a lot of delays happening. You know, Kenna Bridge of Spirits just got delayed from August to September, which yep. is another PlayStation exclusive, console exclusive. Um, so Do that, I think, kind of hurt them. Ooh. What was that? We oh oh, what if that's PlayStation Plus game? I mean, it could be. It could be. I mean, I thought Kena would be a PS Plus game back when it was supposed to come out in March, I believe it was, yeah. until it was delayed to August. Yeah. Um, so it could be PlayStation. I think it'll be a massive game for PlayStation Plus. But I mm. also feel like I think they should actually sell that game. Uh, because I would rather give them money for that game because that game just looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. I would rather beautiful. give them money for it. Um, uh, if they could do that, that'd be cool too. That would explain why the thing is in September. Yeah, but then if they do a, a state of play in September, people are expected to know the PlayStation Plus games before the state of play. They expect them to know like the last week of August what they are. I mean, they've delayed um, it before. Yeah. And if it's the first week of September, by the way, we've got no fi- no, we've got no date. We, this is just guessing. Um, if it's the mm-hmm. first week of September, they they could easily like, when's, let me have a look. When's the first week of September? Because it's normally the first Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, the first Wednesday of September is when. Um, uh, the first Wednesday of every month is when they. Drop the new PS4. So that means that'd either be the 1st of September or the 8th of September. Okay. So. If it's the 8th of September, because it's, if it's the first Wednesday of the month, the first Wednesday of the month is literally the first day of September. So they might drop it mm-hmm. then. Or they might, it might end up being the 8th of September, which is technically. Yeah. Which means they'd have between the 1st to the 8th to release State of Play to announce it. And mm-hmm. they might announce it as like a, they might announce the games for September and August, and then be like, "Oh look, here is a bonus game included with your subscription of PlayStation Plus." <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, as far as Horizon goes, I'm pretty confident Horizon was supposed to release in October. I'm confident about this because of the collaboration they had with Genshin Impact to release Alloy as a character, which is still, as far as I know, coming in October. Um, mm-hmm. Free to play, five-star character. And I think they wanted to collaborate with Horizon on that. Oh, here's Horizon, here's Alloy. It's going it to be a big celebration. Um, so I am I, pretty confident it was supposed to be in October, the release. If the game has been delayed, which is a high pro- possibility, um, I don't think it's because the game can't be ready on time. I actually think it is ready, and it could be ready on time. I think they're delaying it simply because it's going to be, yet again, another crowded holiday. 
and Sony historically since the PS since the early PS4 days doesn't really like to release their big games during the holiday season. They like to wait during the soul seasons like spring and summer to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um and I'm not saying Horizon Forbidden West couldn't hold its own, but when you have games like Battlefield coming out and Call of Duty coming out, which we still haven't seen anything of, by the way, which is crazy. Um, and Halo potentially coming out in November. I think Sony just kind of wants to avoid that congested and crowded area once again. So, I think that they could get it ready, but I don't think they want to crunch them to get it ready, if that makes sense. Um, so, and who knows, we might still get the Last of Us 2 PS5 upgrade with the Factions DLC, which has been rumored, or which mm-hmm. they confirmed is coming, we just don't know when it's coming. Um, that might come out this holiday, if they really want to. So, and, yeah. you know, there's rumors of the Uncharted collection coming to PS5 as well, 1 through yes. 5. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes! Um, with the fourth one getting the PS5 upgrade as well. So there's, there's a lot of rumors for Sony going around. Obviously, none of it is confirmed. Um, and I guess we'll have to wait to see with Horizon. I think Sony is internally talking about delaying it. I don't think they've decided to delay it yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if if they did. But then you got to look at it. Like if Horizon comes out in February, right? Um, when does God of War come out next year? June, July. Yeah, I don't June, think they'll want to release it. That'll be massive for Sony. Plus whatever else they have yeah. up their sleeves, you know. And then November year. would be Gran Turismo. Yeah. 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 Well, d- November, December, because Gran Turismo was actually released in December in the past, hasn't it? So it'd be November, December for Gran Turismo. It'd be Horizon, mm-hmm. February. God of War, June, July. Gran Turismo, November, December, and then whatever other games that they've got released out next year, because then you'd have the Uncharted collection, which will come out in. August, September, maybe. If God of War comes out in June, they might have the Uncharted collection in August, September to fill in the time between then and Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, and September this year, you're still getting the Death Stranding Director's Cut, which is, yeah. again, a console exclusive to PlayStation. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a game people may have already played, but... Deathloop is out this year as well, isn't it? Deathloop yep. is out in September as well. I think it comes out the exclusive. same day as Death Strand. <laughs> but anyway, they're both um, console exclusives. Yeah, you're getting Ghost of Tsushima with Ike Island as well. Which um, I brought up the article on that. Um, mm-hmm. It says that the so, Ghost of Tsushima director's cat will follow your actions in the main campaign, which will affect the Ike story. The which Ikea is crazy. Story. Yeah, depending on how far, if you finish the game or not, it's all going to yeah. affect the story on the island, so... So yeah, I think Sony is okay with what they have coming out. I think obviously they still have a lot of third-party exclusive games coming out. There's still a lot of third-party content coming out. But as far as the holiday goes, I think the holiday, once again, is just going to be dominated by the same old companies with the same old games, unfortunately. So I don't think it's a big hit or miss for Sony here. 
I mean, that's how it's always going to be, in my opinion. You know, I've I've said that multiple times now that you really should just leave the end of the year for the multi-platform titles because that's Mm -hmm. when they kind of come out. That's when your big Call of Duty, Battlefield, Assassin's Creed, all that, all that, all the all the big names come out. And yeah, I know Halo's coming out. That's the first pie, but Halo is different, in my opinion, than most of the Sony titles that come out because Halo is also a uh, multiplayer game. And yeah, and at this point, is multiplayer as far as as far as we know, we're not getting the full Halo Infinite. We're only getting the multiplayer this year. No, the campaign may like, still be delayed to next year. No, it looks like the camp the the campaign even leaked in the multiplayer beta from so data heads, miners. Yeah, story. Yeah, so heads up on that. They included files by. So if you do want to be kept away from the secrets of Halo, um, make sure you you know keep an eye because there are story leaks because of that. Um, from yeah, what I, you can tell, I can see the campaign coming out because Halo Infinite is going to be the Halo game for the Xbox generation. There's going to be no more Halo games out. Instead, there's going to be additional campaigns added to Halo Infinite. So the campaign that comes out in November might be short. But, yeah, that's their plan. They're, they plan to make Halo Infinite a live service. So there's not going to be Halo 6, Halo 7. It's just Halo Infinite. Kind of like what Ubisoft is doing with Assassin's Creed. Oh, joy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get the Halo campaign this year. I, I feel don't. like we will, but I feel like it's going to be so short that people wish they delayed it. It's either going to be so short, or it's going to be so full of filler that people wish they delayed it. Well, it wouldn't make any sense. If they're going to charge you $70 or $60 for it, and have it, what, five hours long? Say that it's, you know, that length. I'm okay with that length, personally. I know a lot yeah. of people will not be whatsoever but with that Game length. But it's on Game Pass. And it's on Game Pass, but you're, they're also, yeah. the multiplayer is supposed to be free to play. Yeah, multiplayer is so, free to play, but the single player is in Game Pass. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be very happy about that decision whatsoever. Yeah. Watch the because single player be the like... campaign because the campaign it's supposed to be an open world campaign, right? Yeah. From last I saw and heard, yeah. So how are you going to make that a limited quantity campaign if it's open world? They'll find a way. <laughs> they'll find a way. <laughs> I mean, they could find a way. They can just walk you out of ninety five percent of the map, which will get people even more pissed off. I mean, or but, they'll just add new maps when the new campaigns come out. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's going to happen this year for the campaign. They're just going to release the free-to-play multiplayer. They're going to boast it out. Game Pass this, you know, free-to-play that, play this mode, play that mode. And in all honesty, people are just going to forget the campaign even exists. Like, even if they don't even release the campaign, I don't think nobody's really going to care at that point. I mean, they will, because what they'll do is, like, buy the campaign now to unlock skins in multiplayer. Oh, and people will be like, oh, my God, skins in multiplayer. And they'll, they'll be, like, the coolest skins. You know, the coolest skins that everyone wants that have been in previous Halo games that they'll be locked away to someone who purchases and beats the campaign just so that it forces people to go buy the campaign. It's, people don't understand that such... 
People like Microsoft, so nice, they're giving away Halo multiplayer for free. They're so sweet and generous. You do understand that they're going to have to monetize the hell out of that, right? They're going to find a way to nickel and dime you through that entire ca- through that entire multiplayer. There's no way a company's going to spend nearly $1 billion on a game without wanting money back. They want that money back and more. They want $2, million, $2 billion back. So, expect every type of monetization that's possible in a video game. I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, you know, talking about PC and Windows, I guess. Um, Jim Ryan confirms Nixie's acquisition was to help with PlayStation ports to PC. Because, um, yeah. Suppose the Uncharted 4 is coming over to PC eventually. Um, and they help with. They'll be working on. Um, Oh, we don't know exactly what's after that. But yeah, I suppose the Uncharted 4. Alfonso? Um, yeah, Horizon did well. Days Gone did well on PC. Uncharted 4 sold amazing on PS4 back during this time in 2016. So might as well put it on PC. If it comes, if it is true and it does come on PC, I will play it again because I, I love Uncharted. Even even though Uncharted Two is my favorite in the se- in the in the series, I do enjoy Four just because of the story and his his connection with his brother and Elena and just how it ended. So if it does bring it, hey, Gary. Uh, yeah, uh, Uncharted Four kind of leaked from Sony's own internal uh, meetings. I guess you can say. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uncharted 4. Uh, at this point, every time they announce a game coming to PC, you can expect a PS5 patch for it as well, so that kind of makes me happy. Um, so mm-hmm. hopefully that's coming. Um, obviously, it sucks for, I think, Square Enix the most, this situation, because uh, Nexon... Is it Nexon, the company? Is that what yeah. they're called? Yeah, they were the number one company that Square went to to port their games to PC. <laughs> And now that's kind of out of the question, so I don't know what Square is going to do there. Um, but it works for Sony, you know. A lot of people are pissed off that PlayStation games are coming to PC, but it helps them, and it gets yeah. PlayStation games, PlayStation exclusive games, in a lot more people's hands. Uh, mm-hmm. Does this mean that Sony's not going to have PlayStation only games? Um, I don't think that's what it means. No, I think Ratchet and Clank is going to remain PlayStation only. Sackboy is going to remain PlayStation only. Um, there's a lot of games that Sony will only keep on PlayStation. Um, Spider-Man, I think, will remain PlayStation only. Um, if you really look at it, these are older PS4 games coming out on PC. Um, and Uncharted is a good one to have. Um, I can kind of say, I don't want to say with confidence or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure Bloodborne is going to come to PC. Um, it's obviously a highly requested game. Uh, a highly needed and requested on PlayStation 5 as well with patches. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but right now, it seems like Uncharted is the next one, and I'm pretty sure God of War will follow it right after that. So... Yeah. 
I kind of hope that we get to see more PS3 games get ported to PC. I'd rather that over PS4, just because of how many good games there were that we'll never see again. And we can't play. (laughs) Yeah. Unless we have a PS3 or if they come to PlayStation now somehow. Uh, Alfonso, is there anything you want to say? No, everything that Gary says, right on the mark. Is there any articles anyone else wants to bring up? Uh, yeah, oh. man. <laughs> I know there's a lot still I've got up, but I just want to make sure there's not any, anything. Well, we, we can go through what you have, and if you miss anything, I'll, I'll yeah. chime in. Well, I've mainly got the PlayStation Plus stuff open. Um, we know that the PS5, ga- PS4, PS5 games are. I've lost it now. <laughs> Um, where is it? Oh, there we go. Hunter Arena Legends, not nothing to do with Ray Shadow Legends. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville, and Tennis World Tour 2. Obviously, the greatest game of all time is there, Tennis World Tour 2, but I'm excited for Planets vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville. I enjoyed the beta and I never picked it up, so I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not, jo- I'm not joking about this. I'm really hyped to try to play that, so. Uh, any any of those games interest any of you, Alfonso? Plant Zombie, Plant vs Zombie is a is a is a very difficult and frustrating game in terms of the moves you need to make to take out the zombies. But it's like one of the most fun games I play in terms of like in terms of Plant Zombies is one of my favorite games. So that I will pick up. I don't care for tennis that much, and the other one I have never heard of. So. Yeah, I'm it's going a to PS5 game. Zombies. Hunter Legends Arena. Oh, it's a battle royale melee. Oh, I could be kind of interested. It's a melee battle royale game. It's the first. It's, it's oh, it's exclusive. Okay, it's the first time it's come. It's the first time it's come out. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'll give it a try. Um, Gary. Oh uh, yeah, nothing for me this month. Um, I don't care for battle royale games, as you know, Ben. Plants vs. Zombies, uh, eh, another multiplayer-specific game. Um, the tennis one, I would be more excited for if it wasn't like the lowest-rated tennis game out. <laughs> um, and it's not two. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not Sega's Virtua Tennis, which is still one of my favorite tennis games out there. So. So yeah, really nothing, nothing for me. I might give the tennis game a try. Hopefully they've improved it since its launch. Um, but really nothing for me this time. Too much multiplayer in that in that plus one for me. I'll pass it over to you then, because a couple. Of, I want to see what your articles are. Your My thoughts. articles. What you well, want to say? Um, we have our first confirmed uh, third party SSD. Coming to PlayStation from Seagate and later on announced uh, from Western Digital as well. Um, Let me bring up the article because a lot of back and forth going on from people with this. A lot of people are pissed off and some people are happy. Um, Nobody seems to really comprehend what's happening with these hard drives. Um, And I feel like it's the message that Seagate originally released. Um, I'm trying to find where that. Okay, here they are. Oh, wait, that's the Western Digital one. Let me find the Seagate one. Yes, so the Fire Cuda 530 Seagate uh, SSD 
for PlayStation. And obviously, the big thing here are the prices for these things. Um, so you can spend one hundred forty dollars for the five hundred gigabyte one, two hundred forty for the one terabyte, five ninety for a two terabyte hard drive. And I think there was one that was like a thousand dollars for something. I don't remember. That's a four yeah, terabyte. Yeah, four terabyte. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously, the, it's a, they're expensive, which we knew they were going to be expensive. And it, we have to give it at least a couple of years before the prices go down for these. Yeah. Um, but I think the big thing that people are concerned here is outside of the price is that Seagate, in their infinite wisdom, said that you might need to add additional heat sinks to your PS5 in order for yeah. this hard drive to... Yeah. And first off, this confuses people. Is that how the hell are they going to add their own heat sink to the PS5? You know? And obviously, if, if you're going to need to do that, then you haven't optimized this hard drive for the PS5. Um, well, no. It's because they have two models for sale. Each one of those okay. SSDs has two models for some reason. You've got the model with a heat sink and a model without heat sink. Okay. Yeah. So you don't, the heat sink doesn't go on the PS5. It's on this SSD it's, itself. It's, yeah, it's already on the SSD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can either. And Sony you, is advising people not to buy the one without the with, without the heat sink. You need to buy the one with the heat sink. I would suggest. Okay, this is my suggestion. If you are if you smart enough to do it, buy without, because buying without is much cheaper than buying with. Because SS the, the heat sinks are pretty cheap to buy, so you'll still save money buying without and buying a separate heat sink. But if you're not, then I would suggest, as Sony says, buy one with a, a heat sink. It's not worth the mm -hmm. hassle. Um, yeah, because yeah. they were saying if you buy it without the heat sink and you put it in your PS5, and then it can start overheating, it would mess up yeah. the SSD and your PS5. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. The way I read it is like they expect you to install your own heat sinks. So I was like, uh. No. And I feel like no. that's how, if I felt that way, I'm pretty sure that's how a lot of people read it as well. From what um, I can tell, with heat sink installation is you just clip it on as well, you just clip it on the mm -hmm. SSD. Yeah, there's no yeah. nothing apart from the uh, yeah. It just you buy this heat sink and you slip it in. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for, um, for anyone that complains about the price for what you're getting, they're not bad. I was like, I was I was watching someone else's stream. Um, the Samsung Pro, which is the basically the equivalent of this on a PC. I think this is a little bit faster than most standard Pros, but if you're comparing mm. two SSD prices, that would be what you're going to be comparing it to, this and the Pro. The Pro is only, I think, slightly cheaper than the ones that are coming out now for the PS5. And you got to remember, the Pros have been out for a couple of years, if I'm right, a year, at least a year or so. So they, of course, gone down in price because of discount for being a year old product these are new products they're going to be full retail price so i don't see it's expensive 249 gigabyte 249 dollars for one terabyte is a lot of money that's almost half a ps5 mm -hmm. um 
But also, yeah. that's technically more space than the PS5. <laughs> yes, and this is a one-time cost because most likely you're going to keep this console for another six to seven years. So, for me, Ever. I'm getting the four terabyte. Yeah, I'm getting the four terabyte because we're not even year one yet. We still got six to seven years more go. Sony and third party I... gonna make bigger games that will, you know, carry more data, better graphics, et cetera, et cetera. I need the space. So I'm getting the highest amount that I can that's available right now. So the price is like the price doesn't matter to me because in the end I will benefit. I don't have to worry about oh, if I start off with one terabyte, I'm out of a terabyte and you have to go back out to buy another or maybe a two terabyte. No, I'm just gonna buy the four terabyte and get it out the way. So uh, that's listen, just uh, Gary, don't you wish we had the grand to just throw at something like that? I do, but I also <laughs> wouldn't spend I wouldn't spend $130 on a Seagate hard drive. Seagate can kiss my ass. Um <laughs> I do not recommend anybody buy the Seagate hard drive, uh, especially with how bad their reputation has become and was a couple years ago. Um, with their failed hard drives and how they destroyed people's information on their hard drives, and they just their only answer was "we're sorry." Um, They didn't do a recall or anything, even though they knew their hard drives were bad. It was a fundamental flaw in our, and they knew it, but they still would not recall the hard drives. So, don't buy Seagate. Uh, Wait, or just buy the Western Digital one. I would personally wait for the Samsung ones. To to release because oh, yeah. Samsung does really good on their hard drives, even though they suck at making TVs. In my opinion, Samsung has some of the best <laughs> SSDs you can buy. Yeah, but obviously, if you're gonna wait for Samsung, you're probably even looking at higher prices. Uh, yeah. But Western Digital, I think, is a very good company. Yeah, uh, I would are. I would go with the the Western Digital. Just don't go with Seagate, please. If you value your hard drives and your PS fives. <laughs> Um, but yeah, obviously this is part of the PS5 system software beta. This is how mm-hmm. people found out that these hard drives are coming. So Seagate and Western Digital decided to announce it. I think they're supposed to wait until it was officially announced by Sony. But, you know, with non-disclosure agreements, people are still going to release shit, which they're not supposed to. And it sucks. So, yeah, um, we are getting these hard drives. We are getting this with the PS5 system software update whenever that comes out. I think sometime in a couple of weeks, I think it comes out. Yep. Um, and with that update, I also want to add that we're getting uh, vertical PlayStation trophies on PS5. Thank God. <laughs> the way it was on the PS4 instead of fucking scrolling to the right the whole time. We need to scroll down <laughs> like normal people. <laughs> I hate that shit. It's like, where is this trophy? I'm taking forever to get to get to looking at these trophies. I mean, just look at them in, in the bulk. Um, <laughs> basically the same. Instead of uh, looking down, it's to the right. Yeah, but here I can see at least like 10 trophies when I look vertically instead of like four trophies. I mean, what the heck? My TV is wider than it is higher. I can see that more trophies. Alone. I like it this way. <laughs> <laughs> I can see more trophies going left to right than I can up and down. Mm, don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, Gary. Just you know, just saying. Yeah, I actually prefer up and down as well. So don't worry. But 
I've got used to vertical. I've got used to horizontal. That I'd, yeah. I'm just used to being mm-hmm. horizontal. Okay. <laughs> That's fine, man. That's fine. (sighs) Let's see. What else did I have? Um, Talked about Kenna being delayed. Um, I mean, he wasn't here last week, but um, we could talk about EA. Let's talk about EA, man. EA had another show. Yeah. uh, EA Play, and it was only worth it until the end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Quite honestly. I thought um, that was even I mean, coming out. <laughs> I knew it was coming well, out, but well, I forgot. Well, let's talk about EA Play this. So we got uh, some games coming out from Codemasters, which they recently acquired. Um, getting two racing games from them. Um, I feel really shitty about this. Uh, simply because if I ever now, at this point in my life, if I want to buy a sports game, slash racing game, it's going to have fucking EA's logo on it. It doesn't matter. Like... There's maybe three or four, if I'm lucky, that won't have EA's logo on it. And this infuriates the shit out of me. Um, this sale of Codemasters to Electronic Arts should never have happened. It should have been stopped by, I'm assuming, the government. Because this is essentially monopolizing the racing industry. Racing games industry, in my opinion. Um, I feel really sick about it. I really do. That if I want to buy a sports game of any kind now, there's like a 90% chance it's going to have EA's logo on it. And it's going to have EA's bullshit fucking microtransaction ultimate team shit. And I don't want anything to do with that. I can see why some of the heads of Codemasters quit the company after the acquisition with EA. This is why. Because they don't want to be part of that system. So, your thoughts, Alfonso. (laughs) Okay, can I go a step? Can I just add something else to this? Yeah. To this, to this, in terms of the sports games. Go ahead. Sports games in terms of FIFA, NBA, Madden, et cetera, et cetera. If you have a PS4 or Xbox and you want to upgrade to the PS5 version or Series X version, you have to buy the collector edition for $99 and up to get the upgrade. What kind of bullshit is that? When EA's I read bullshit. this, I was like, yes, EA's bullshit. What, it's like, <laughs> it's bad enough, it's bad enough that people, certain people can't get next-gen consoles. So when it's time for them to get these next-gen, you're telling me they got to spend the extra $40 just to get the upgrade to next-gen. This is bullshit. And, like, when I read this and the thing about the reason is like, I... Me, myself, do not want to ever play EA game ever again. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel about these two stories when I read this. Like, this is stupid. This, this, is, this is totally stupid. Like, I'm just lost of words with this. And I, I really don't have any more words to say about this. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm... The, the, the yeah. best thing about it is they try to tell you that, oh, you have to pay more for this version because we spent more time on it. They didn't spend any fucking time on it. I know this no. because yeah. all they do is just release the exact same game with a little bit of better detail saying this is the next-gen version. Yeah, It's not. It's bullshit. It's a legacy titles where you're just upping the textures a little bit and calling it a brand new game. Kiss yep. my ass. You're releasing FIFA 2022 on the Nintendo Switch as a legacy title. It is a legacy title, which means it's exactly the same as it was for 2021 and 2020. 
Like, literally, it is the exact same game with a roster change. That's it. There's no added features, nothing. And you're I releasing mean, it at full price. Wasn't ju- I know it's not EA, but wasn't Just Dance also on the Wii until, like, two years ago? Yes, shows it was. You how, shows you how little they add into that as well. Full oh. price. So when they tell you that they spent more time and they have to recoup the cost for this, it's absolute fucking bullshit. They don't need to recoup any cost because they hardly spent anything on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that $30 price hike for the next-gen version, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's absolute garbage. If you want to charge, charge like Sony does. At least add a whole bunch of content to it, if you're going to do that, like they did with Ghost of Tsushima. Or ask mm-hmm. for the $10 like Sony is for some of their games as well. Yeah. That I understand. A whole 30 to $40? No, thank you. For a game that is literally 90% microtransactions already? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I agree with you. It's garbage. Um, but yeah, uh, they announced uh, the next season of uh, Knockout Kings, uh, which is their dodgeball multiplayer game, which has been very successful for them. Uh, it's an indie game, so I can get behind that one. It doesn't have mm-hmm. EA's massive bullshit behind it. Um, mm-hmm. But let's talk about the big thing here, right? <laughs> the yes, only thing Gary, that mattered. You was right. You was right. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Dead Space is coming back with a full-on remake of the original Dead Space. I'm shocked. From Modius Games. <laughs> um... What we saw of the trailer was actually using full in-game engine footage. It is from the game. Um, obviously, we didn't see too much. A lot of cool little lighting effects, a lot of fog and smoke. We saw one of the, the alien monsters that we fight, and we obviously saw Isaac. Uh, but it was a very short, short trailer. Um, uh-huh. But it is coming. I know that... Um, Modius has reached out to the original dev teams, a lot of the members of the original dev team, and they have been collaborating with them on this game to make keep it as faithful as possible. Um, but some of the things I've heard about this game uh, is going to have no loading times whatsoever. Um, the UI has been vastly improved as well. So if you thought the UI in the original games was cool, it's going to be even better here. Uh, the other thing I've heard is the amount of dismemberment this time around is how can i put this it it's so detailed that you can literally cut things apart any way that you want so for example if you have somebody's leg right you know you you cut it you know horizontally right to like cut off the leg now you can cut it vertically and it'll literally cut the leg in half vertically that's how detailed it is at this point um, which I think is really cool. Uh, from what I know, a lot of the testers at Modius right now and EA are having some trouble with the game because they think it's it's too unsettling for them how graphic the gore is this time around. Um, from what I've heard, and again, I'm okay with this. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're saying it's at a at a level where it's probably the most goriest and violent game that they've played, at least for those testers right now. Um, and they feel a little uncomfortable with it. But 
you know, it's Dead Space. It's a horror game. Leave it alone. I hope that doesn't yeah. mean they're gonna they're gonna downgrade the, no, the violence they, in it. They better not. They better not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no multiplayer, no microtransactions. It's gonna be straight up single player experience. Um, they're obviously adding some new locations. They're adding some stuff to enhance the experience. But for the most part, it's going to be Dead Space. Uh, the other thing I heard is they're going to kind of co- tone down the, I guess you can say, references to Scientology <laughs> that they kind of had, where a lot of people complained the religion, compared to the religion in Dead Space to Scientology. And I think they're going to kind of cut that down a little bit to not piss them off, I guess. Because I know a lot of Scientology, the heads of Scientology are very unhappy with those comparisons with Dead Space. So. Those are the things I know. Um, it's still early. I don't expect this game to come out at least until the end of next year, if not early 2023. But it is coming. So, be happy. Alfonso, Dead Space. Yeah, I want, I want it. I, I want it. When you, was, <laughs> when you was kicking a secret, talk about, oh, you know, this next game. They're like, what is he talking about? Then you finally said Dead Space. It's like, there's no way Dead Space is coming back. Like, it's been... 13 years from the first one. Like, there's no way. And then, okay, you see the trailer. And I think they mentioned something, like, in terms of blood, like, cut off the limbs, something like that. I don't really remember. But, and then I see Isaac, and you see, obviously, his health bar on the spine towards his neck. And, yeah, they showed the name. I was like, oh, my shit. Oh, my shit. Gary was right. Gary was right. It's coming. I want this game. Yo, this, this game terrified the shit out of me. Like, literally, it took me six months, no lie, six months to beat the first one. That's how scared I was. Imagine now, on a PS5 and Series X with better graphics and better texture, and like you saying, that you can cut up limbs however you want. Yes, I, I so want this game so badly. Like, I cannot wait for this. They want. Current gen only, so PS5, Series, XS, and PC. So no PS4, no Xbox One version of this game good <laughs> yep. yeah yeah <laughs> it is all current gen which finally a third party studio doing this give me yeah they won <laughs> they won yeah uh, another thing um i was told that we may get the trilogy somehow some way um, i don't think they're gonna release it as you know the trilogy bundle like they did with Mass Effect or anything. Uh, what I do believe is we're going to get Dead Space 1 and 2 on PlayStation Now, at least, and on Game Pass. Uh, Dead Space well, 3 might... is already on PlayStation Now. They just got to put the first two on there. I'll be honest, what they might do is wait to see how Dead Space 1 sells, and then greenlight the sequels as like a bundle. Because 3 was never that highly enjoyed is the nicest mm-hmm. way I can put it. So maybe they'll see how one sells. If one does really well, they'll be like, oh, okay, two and three will come out one day. And then they'll release two and three separately. Well, not separately, but... Yeah, un- unless they decide to just remake the whole trilogy again. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But I am hoping that they do release the first two on PlayStation Now and game pass so 
I can go back and enjoy those. <laughs> Please. Okay. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, not of the. I mean, we can talk about Activision, but what's there really to say? Uh, <laughs> I want to step away from that sentence. <laughs> at least Do you? until. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about them at all. That Good company. for you. They're fucked. Like I said, I, mean, I, I just want I just want to say myself, Ben, I know you probably don't want to talk yeah. about it, but I just want to say clean house. I'm sorry, yeah. just fire everybody and just fucking start over. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I don't care if I have to wait until I mean, 2050 for Diablo 4. I wouldn't say fire <laughs> everyone because... As much as it right now, we can blanket statement everyone with everything that's going on. Yeah, I. It's not always everyone. It's no, it's not everyone. Everyone uh, that they know of by yeah. name that have been mentioned should just be fired immediately. Yeah, there shouldn't everyone, be any. Let's wait yeah. and see how the investigation investigation goes because you know that's what they're doing. Well, there's already been at, a two-year at, investigation by the state minimum, of fucking California. At minimum, everyone that's been named. Like, without pay. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know, taken off staff without pay and then fired. Because you can't just yeah. fire them instantly. I'm sure there'll be legal issues with that. You know. But, uh, not really. If it's sexual harassment, true. you're fired. That's it. But, There's, yeah. there, I don't think there is any legal issues there. Not until but, all of it's confirmed. You know, they don't want to fire them without everything being 100%. Like, I think they should just be without pay, kicked out, and then once everything's hundred percent by the books, fire the shit out of them. <laughs> um, but that's my thoughts. I feel I. Uh, but no, I, as, as I was saying, that not probably not everyone out there is an asshole. So for those that are working at Blizzard and are not an asshole, I'm sorry that you're having to put up with this, because you're going to be blamed for everything, even if you're not being part of it. Which we don't know. Who knows? Maybe everyone is there as an arsehole. But I don't like to generalize everyone without knowing everything because, yeah, we don't know. But what we do know is you, you're done fucked up. <laughs> it's bad. It's very bad. When, so, when the state of California is doing a two-year investigation and has finally found whatever evidence they need to sue your ass, you're fucked. Yeah, isn't there yeah. talks that they're like planning to move Activision outside of California? I don't know. Yeah, I swear I've heard that rumor that there was talks that they plan to move them because of everything that's going on. It doesn't matter if they move them; the lawsuit's still there. No, I meant move Activision, not okay. Blizzard. <laughs> no, just let Blizzard suffer. Yeah, yeah. they're bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I can see if, if it, this it, goes through and everything is confirmed, I can see Activision be like, nah, we don't know them. We just hired them. We don't know them. In fact, we fired them. We don't know them. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks for me as a fan of some of their games because now I'm at the point where I, I don't want to support any of them, but then I want to support the people who actually tried and who had to deal with this shit still making the games um obviously diablo 2 is coming out in september and i'm like i fucking want that game but i don't want to give 
the big wigs of Activision Blizzard money, but I want to give money to the people who actually worked hard on making the game. Um, so it sucks for fans because do you support them? Do you not support them? What go? What happens now? It's you like know? I feel bad for a lot of streamers that do Blizzard games because. I know you're not a big fan of streaming and YouTube and all that lot, but it's their mm. livelihoods. And a lot of them, uh, not all of them, yeah, but I'm sure a lot of them are like, well, okay, wow is the game I stream? Where is the game I make money from, from playing? I want to stream it, but mm. I also don't want to stream it because I don't want to be supporting the company. But if I don't support this game, then I'm going to be screwed because streaming is a very fickle business where... If you're known for streaming a certain game, if you start streaming something completely different suddenly, you're going to have a huge like decrease in the amount of people watching you and the amount of support you get. Now, it not, doesn't happen to everyone. You can look at Asmongold, who went from playing WoW to Final Fantasy XIV, um, and he got more people watching him playing Final Fantasy XIV than he did with WoW. But that's only because he's a massive streamer already. He, he has a big enough fan base for it not to matter that much. But for mid-range streamers and to, for the lower-end streamers, it could be quite a blow. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's one uh, streamer guild. Uh, they're one of the biggest ones on Twitch. Yeah. Have said that they will no longer be doing World of Warcraft. Um, and they're one of the, the biggest ones that covered World of Warcraft on their streams. And they're done with it. I mean, so... Asmongold hasn't streamed it since. I know I've been playing Fantasy Fourteen and New Worlds, but he did say he was going to like stream some raids and stuff like that. And wow, because he still enjoyed the game, still enjoys the game. Mm. But he, I don't know what he's got right now. Let's have a look. He has one hundred six thousand people watching him right now. Mm. Um, and he peaks at around one hundred fifty thousand normally. That's a lot of people that were watching your game that are now not watching your game, but instead watching a completely different game. Yeah. Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> uh, talking about difference in companies, by the way. Um, I don't know if we, if you saw this, but we got an email about Square Enix recently. I forwarded it to the news. Um, uh, they found out that the Sage icon that they announced was causing issues with some people's phobias. So even though it was only affecting a small amount of people, they've redesigned the icon because of that. Nice. Um, and also, this is, again, the difference between the companies. Um, because they've had an influx of people going from WoW to 14, because uh, all the big WoW streamers moving over to 14 recently, They've had like server issues where yeah people have had ages to log in and like certain events are taking forever because there's so many people that there's you know there's a more of an influx now than they used to like there's like double or triple the player base which is yeah you know, oh no too many people but no they made a press statement saying look we're we're sorry that you're having trouble logging in right now um, we do want to try and fix this issue but currently due to covid we cannot add new servers because we can't send our technicians out to the different server places because of the um you know restrictions and travel and also because of shortages in um in 
piece in parts that we cannot just easily do it. So they made a whole like press statement apologizing and giving each step by step reason why they were able to do certain things to that they want to do. And then like ending with like another apology. <laughs> That's the difference in the companies. Oh yeah. That's nice. <laughs> it's like we're sorry we couldn't help you. <laughs> Versus eh. We're removing the spit command. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this company too much because I don't want to be sued by them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary, you, you got any shit? No, I won't. I'm, I don't have any money. <laughs> Gary, you got a shout-out to <laughs> how can they contact you? Oh, yeah. Shout-out to you guys, of course. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be back. I'm happy to be back. I miss recording with you guys. I miss chatting with you guys. So thank you. Um... Shout out to the listeners and everybody who has missed us. We're back. <laughs> we are. Um, we're back. Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagwaush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso. Shout out to you guys. Like Gary said, it was good to be back. It's good recording you guys. I miss y'all so much. And um, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, shout out to my brother at his birthday. Uh, his birthday is this Tuesday coming, so happy early birthday. Shout out to my mom. Like I said, as she retired, we want to have fun this weekend to celebrate you because you're finally free. Um, to all the listeners, to all the followers, keep listening, keep following. Follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. What's that, sorry? Hello? Hello? And... Okay, I lost you for a second there. That's weird. What was the last thing you heard? You were saying a shout out to your mum, I think. Oh, yeah, to her retirement because she's finally free. And we're going to celebrate her in this weekend. And you can follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. Okay. Uh, shout out to Gary and Alfonso, as always. It's lovely chatting with you. Seriously, I've missed you both. I, I don't get many people to chat with during the week, so it's nice to occasionally chat with you. So thank you so much for giving me a place to talk. Um, uh, shout out to both Flatus and Susan. Um, Flatus from Malston Radio and Susan from Malston Radio, I guess, but also just because Susan. Um, that The intro music this is done by Sydney Carson. Thank you to Flatus for the, providing this new intro music. And outro music will also be um, power up by Susan Cars Sydney Carson for our new intro and outro music. Please look forward to it. So until next week, this has been PlayStation Unchained, and I've been the host. Oh, shout out to me and other people, I guess. Go follow me at things. You know my socials by now. So until next time, this has been PlayStation Unchained. We'll be back next week with more stuff. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.